Welcome to Everyone Loved It But Me. My name is Lisa Hedger. I am your host. This is the podcast where we analyze super beloved books and offer up different perspectives. In today's episode, I'm kind of going with an Everyone Loved It But Me annual favorite tradition, which is to craft the reading goals for the coming year. So the reading goals for 2024, I'm going to share with you some of my goals, which will give you an idea, maybe prompt you to think of some different types of goals. I like to come up with goals other than just the number of books. I like to think that there's other factors that we should include. And in addition to reading goals, I'm going to talk reading ruts, what to do, And I'm going to incorporate that in in the reading goals discussion. But I feel like reading ruts, that's one thing we don't talk a lot about on the podcast. And I do believe it happens to everyone. I know it happens to me. And I, I would really like to get to a place where I can recognize when I'm in a reading rut a little bit sooner. So I'm going to talk about that. So we're going to jump into the show. All right, I am super excited to jump into the show. Before I do, just a quick favor, uh, something to think about. I have a pretty active Everyone Loved It But Me Facebook page, so please consider joining that. You just go to Facebook and you can search Everyone Loved It But Me and you'll find the group. I'm also active on Instagram and LinkedIn and not as active, but a little bit on Twitter. It's now called X. So please consider following me on your favorite social media forum because that's the perfect opportunity to discuss books. You can always reach out to me on my website, www.everyoneloveditbutme.com. But I really enjoy interacting with people with books, discussing books on Facebook and Instagram and and even LinkedIn, the various social media sites. So please, as a favor, consider following me on one of those social media sites. I'd really appreciate it. Now I'm going to jump into the show. As I said, this is a bit of a tradition where we kind of go over goals for the upcoming year. Obviously, we're already right here in 2024. And I like to go beyond just a number. I mean, just to start out, my number goal is probably going to be 75. I'm just going to throw that out there. I probably won't meet it, and that's 100% okay. So jumping into kind of my, one of my first goals, and I had said I really want to talk about reading ruts, and, and that's probably my first goal is, is to work on getting out of a reading rut sooner. I feel like we as readers, those of us who absolutely love reading, we don't really discuss reading ruts, and I think there's different kinds. So I think there's a reading rut where where you just are reading and you can't find that book that you love, right? So you just keep reading and reading and reading and trying to find a new book and and going here and going there and oh I want to try adult fiction and oh no I want to try fantasy because I just can't get out of this rut. I think that kind of reading rut happens a lot. I've discovered sometimes I also get the second form of a reading rut which is I'm just maybe not interested in reading for a short period of time and I don't know exactly why and I don't even realize I'm in a reading rut. I would argue I was just in a reading rut over Christmas break, the holiday break. And to be 100% candid, I did not realize it until probably two or three days ago. I just keep kept thinking to myself, wow, 
it's so unusual that I haven't been reading that much because normally over the holiday breaks, that's my big time to read. Normally it gets colder here and, you know, we celebrate the holidays and then things, I have some extra time on my hands and I do a lot of reading in this past year. The holidays were very unusual. Kiddos got, we had our COVID Christmas again, which was not fun at all. And you would think though that I would have had a ton of time to read because, because I did, you know, we were all at home, but instead, you know, we were watching movies, we were playing games, we were doing different things. And, and I think because there was some, you know, disappointment over the holidays, you know, plans that were canceled because of COVID Christmas, I think maybe I just didn't feel like reading. And maybe I was just a little down in the dumps, perhaps watching, you know, Hunger Games over Christmas with my family, which yes, we did. Perhaps that hit the spot. And it does seem odd, but that's, it kind of was what it was, right? I got into a small reading rut for at least a week or two where I didn't really read anything. For example, my my daughter was saying, mom, you've got to read Iron Flame because Iron Flame is out. That is the, the sequel to Fourth Wing. And we've been getting prepared to, to do another episode on that because it's, it's out and she read it in two days. And I was very, very slowly reading it. Finally, I had another book that I needed to read for one of my book clubs and I sat down and I just devoured it. And I thought, and I'm going to talk about that in a couple of minutes. And I thought, you know what? I was in a reading rut and I got out of it. Like this book helped me get out of it. I, I just would like to identify when I'm in a reading rut sooner. And I would like to come up with some strategies to help me get out of it. Right. So, and I find that a lot of times for me, a reading rut is often consistent with, you know, something that's going on with my family, right? Like I said, everyone had COVID. So there's health issues. There's some kind of, you know, semi family crisis. And that just takes me out of it. So I think that what I really need to do, and, and if this happens to you, is perhaps go for short reads, perhaps go for young adults, something that's really quick and easy, and that can just capture my attention and divert me from what's going on in, in life and not feel like homework, right? That will really be fun. So that that is one of my first goals, I think, is to work on identifying if I'm in a reading rut. And I would say, you know, like last year, if I look at reading rods, I was in at least a couple, certainly this one that I'm talking about that happened over the, the holidays would probably be like maybe three or four. And they're usually a short period of time, a couple weeks or, or something like that. But as I said, I don't I don't identify it until I feel like I've gotten over it. I would love to identify it a little bit sooner, kind of come up with a remedy for, for addressing it. That's that's kind of one of my number one goals, I think, is to really kind of fig- figure that out. Next is, this is a goal I've had in the past. I would encourage everyone to, to add this on their goal list as well, which is read more books by new authors. So brand new authors or authors also that maybe are not those New York Times bestsellers authors. Maybe it's an author who has been writing for several years, but has not gained the notoriety. When I say new authors, they could be, again, newer to me. Authors that aren't as popular. Authors that, you know, are authors... And I find that I try to do this on the podcast too, is I try to talk to these newer authors and authors, again, that aren't 
super, super popular names that don't roll off our tongue, like names like John Grisham and, and folks like that. So I want to find these books. I will say it can be a challenge, right, to find a book that fits your own personal interests by a new author or a an author who's not super popular, not a beloved author. I find sometimes what I do is I'll find just somehow a book that I'm super interested in. You know, Shark Heart was one that was last year debut author. Then maybe I'll start following her on social media, that author. And then maybe I'll pay attention to a book that she likes written by an author that she likes. And then that will help, you know, so I kind of follow, connect the dots, if you will, right? So I, I try to pay attention to to newer authors and authors who are out there, you know, writing books and who they're reading, right? Who who they're reading. So that helps me to try to, to find some other new authors. So that's kind of my number two goal. And I would say I would really like to increase my number of new new authors, right? And authors that aren't on the bestsellers list. I would like that to to take up a good chunk of my my reading list. That's something that's really, really important to me. So that was my number two goal. My number three goal, this has been, again, an ongoing goal for me is to read more underrepresented authors, authors from LBGTQ or who are African American, Asian from different countries, Nigerian, Latino across the board. That is something. And in the past, I've had a pretty generic goal, I would say. I mean, it's kind of been like, oh, I just want to read more underrepresented authors. And and this year, I feel like, you know what, I, I need to kind of have a percentage. So I'm actually going to say I would like those authors' books to make up just under half of my total reading, so around 40%. Because when I look at my percentages, they're not as high as they need to be. And obviously, I need to get that even up higher. I will tell you, promising news. So my first book of the year of 2024, I just said I was in that small reading rut. And luckily, I had a book club book that I realized, oh my gosh, book club is like, you know, was in two days. And the book club book was The Firekeeper's Daughter. And this is written by Angeline Bully. And it fits that description I said for getting out of your rut in that it is a young adult book. And I find for whatever reason, young adult books have always helped me if I am in a rut or struggling with my reading. So I'm going to tell you this one does fit my my third goal because Angelina Bully is a Native American, and she is a member of the Sault Ste. Marie tribe of Chippewa Indians. And she wrote this book. So she's from the Michigan's Upper Peninsula. And the the book is set in Sault Ste. Marie. And basically what happens is, is we have our main protagonist. Her name is Donis. And Donis is essentially like biracial. She is a tribal member, but she's an, she's unenrolled. And they kind of explain what that means. And I, I found that really interesting as well. So she goes through a lot of those, I think, kind of teenage issues where she feels like she doesn't fit in because of being biracial. And 
like I said, she grew up in Sault Ste. Marie. She played hockey and she's this very, very spunky character who I really enjoyed learning about. However, she does witness this very shocking murder that happens in her town and then a criminal investigation ensues. She becomes a part of that and lots of things happen. You're completely engaged, but the whole time you're also really learning about the the tribe, you're learning about the community, you're learning all sorts of, of different things, different issues, different social issues, different political pressures that individuals in the tribal community face. But you're learning about it in a way that, that you don't realize like, oh, I'm learning. You, you're just really swallowed into this story. Okay. So you're, you're going to enjoy the story. You know, it's, it's definitely, I wouldn't, you know, it's not like the perfect book because as everyone knows, I don't believe there is a perfect book, but it's, it, it's pretty good. And I give it 100% credit for getting me out of my reading rut. I felt like the second half, you know, this, this could be an everyone loved it, but me book. I think it might be, there's some questions to, to discuss. There's, there's some things that, you know, maybe I'd, I'd love to kind of look at, but I really, really enjoyed Dawn as the character, as I said. I really enjoyed, again, she's spunky, she's different, she's unique, and that that was really cool. So it's exciting to me that at least my first book of the year is already written by an author who's Native American. As I said, it was The Firekeeper's Daughter. Angeline Boley, B-O-U-L-L-E-Y. And don't worry, I will include that in the show notes. Right now, she does not live in the Upper Peninsula, but she still lives in Southwest Michigan. And actually, in this book was an instant New York Times bestseller. So this is a very, very popular book. And as I said, it, that could be it could definitely be an everyone loved it but me book because it is so popular. That's always my number one criteria is is popularity. So that was my, that's my number three goal. And my number four goal, I had a similar goal last year, which was to read outside my comfort zone. This year, I'm going to just like change it a little bit and say, read a book or books that I would just normally never read. Something that's just completely out of the realm of possibility for me right? So I, I don't know exactly what that book would be or what those books are, but I know it when I see it, right? Like I, I know when I would say, oh gosh, I wouldn't normally read this book at all. Like it'll come to me. So that that's something I want to do. I just want to read outside my, again, outside my comfort zone, but even beyond that, like just a couple books that I would just normally never, ever read. Something that just seems so bizarre to me and so unusual. And I say, you know what? I'm trying it. Why not? I'll try that book. So that, that's my number four goal. My number five goal, even though I said I don't want it to just be about the numbers, I would like to see myself reading a little bit more. And that's where I, I want to see myself maybe reading the shorter books, right? Keeping books with me more, maybe trying to read at least two books a week. And I think in my reading more, I want to stick with those, like the audio books, because I really, you know, felt 
really good about adding audiobooks in 2023. I kind of did that in the second half of 2023, and I really enjoyed that. I feel like it's just a completely different way to to interact with a book, right? I mean, it's being read to you. I understand that, but I, I enjoyed it. And again, when I've got this walking that I do every day, if I'm not on the treadmill and I'm walking outside, I really enjoyed listening to an audiobook. My number six goal is, and I think this is an important one, is I really want to have fun with reading. I think sometimes with everything I have going on with the podcast and, you know, I I write and edit as my profession. So I'm always reading copy. I'm reading different things. I'm reading things for the podcast. It is called Everyone Loved It But Me. So there are times I'm reading things that that I don't love and I'm in a number of book clubs. So sometimes it can feel a little like homework. And I don't want that, right? I want to have fun with it. So I want to just look at, you know, a steamy memoir, right? The Britney Spears memoir. Be like, you know what? I'm reading that. You know, just like, honestly, I will say that was one thing I did last year when I read The Prince Harry, even though that's not, and that was a good example of something I wouldn't probably normally read. You know, look, I had a number of episodes on that book because it was juicy and it was fun completely outside of my normal comfort zone but something like that right is it is fun you know it doesn't reading doesn't I like to read a lot of really thoughtful and books that you know make you think of things outside but sometimes I mean you can't forget it has to be fun so if it you want to throw in some frothy romances if you're going to throw in young adult, whatever it is that makes reading fun for you. And if you're reading something that you really aren't liking, I mean, it is okay to to quit that book. It's absolutely okay to call it, they always say, DNF a book, right? Do not finish. Now, I feel it's harder for me to DNF a book, especially if I'm reading it for a book club or if I'm reading it for the podcast or, or something like that. I feel like obviously I have to finish it. Even though, as I just mentioned, I'm not loving Iron Flame, which is the second one. I I know I need to finish it. And I'm, I am starting to get into that book a, a little bit more. So we'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. But that's kind of my number six goal is to really just still have fun with reading. And remember, it's not homework. If, you know, when I get this long reading list that I have to read again for the podcast or for book clubs or different reasons to just allow myself to just read something silly, you know, and I find young adult can, can be a lot of fun. These celebrity memoirs, I mean, they're a hoot, you know, that's just kind of crazy, but they can be a lot of fun. The, I had mentioned, I think the Henry Winkler one was one that I would like to read. So that that's still on my list. So I think that one just seems like a lot of fun. And that's the kind of thing that'll absolutely keep you out of a, a reading rut, if you will. And my next goal was also a similar goal as last year. And it's also to read like books that were published in 2024. I tend to be more of what they call a backlist reader, meaning I read a lot of older books. I just tend to do that naturally. But, you know, especially with the podcast, especially wanting to stay up to date on some of the newest books, I find myself just 
adding that as a goal and saying, hey, make sure you read some books that were published this year. I did an okay job of that in 2023, but that is 100% something that I need to kind of just keep paying attention to. I find, you know, sometimes people ask me like, whoa, how do you find out about all the newer books? And I think it's, you know, there's, it's just reading different websites. I listen to a bunch of different bookish podcasts. I listen to some, I think Book Riot does a great podcast where they highlight the new releases every week, the new book releases. So I try to listen to that one periodically and they'll say, okay, here are the 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 new books that we're most looking forward to and I find that's that's very very helpful there's a bunch of publications as well that you can read to check out so I would love to hear from you like I said let me know you can certainly reach out to me at everyone loved it but me Dot com, But you can also reach out to me on the Facebook page, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Let me know what are your reading goals? What, what's, what worked for you last year? What are you doing a little bit different this year? Like I said, for me, the only thing that's maybe a little different in terms of my goals is in some cases, I'm trying to add a couple more specifics. And you know, I think to just kind of remind myself to, to focus on, on fun as well, right? That, you know, I don't, doesn't have to be this big, you know, homework project or whatever. Reading is, is fun. So when there's times that I have to read certain books, then allow myself to, to have fun. So that's, that is one of my, like I said, one of my big goals is, is to have a lot of fun with it. And I feel like my first book has already accomplished that. And I have a couple more that I'm planning for January. Uh, I'm looking forward to, this is one of my favorite times of year to read in the winter months. I love, love reading over the winter. I know everyone else tends to be summer readers, but winter reading is one of my favorite times. So thank you so much for listening to the show. Like I said, reach out, let me know what what you're looking forward to reading this year. I hope that you have a lovely day. And most importantly, I hope you get time to read today.